You can't turn your phone while recording. Good evening, everybody. I believe we're live. We're going live. Hope everybody's doing well tonight. Uh, had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we are going on our way. It's the Ramen Movement. We are having a good time. Uh, I'm here with David and Mr. CT, so we're going to get into that first. Miss David, how are you? How are you? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm very blessed and highly favored. How about yourself, Mr. Taylor? I'm doing well, doing well. Proud to be here. Glad to be here. It's been a few weeks, so we're glad to be back together. Uh, Mr. CT, how are things for you, sir? How about yourself, Mr. Taylor? Good, good, good. I can't complain. Excuse me, damn, y'all getting it up so we can see the interactions today, but uh, doing good, blessed, got to see some great people that I work with uh, at my last job today, had got together, and hopefully we'll do some more of that in the future, but right now, just ready to get into this podcast. Good deal, good deal. So, going to do a little positive shout out, uh, encouraging some of our fellow business owners today. First one, we have to thank uh, TNT's. They gave us this nice swag. They actually made a mug for everybody that came out to our Raising the Bar event. First off, thank you to everybody that came out, showed up. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a great time. Latasha Brinson and her husband, Tim, are great people. They have a great business. They are business owners doing big things. So thank you for the swag. We appreciate yes, it. Yes, yes, um, The next thing is, have to give a shout out to Andrew Bugs and also Lakeisha Knight. Uh, the ramen movement through our event we were able to hook those two up and they were able to do an event uh, they're both business owners and they're doing great things and we're happy for them that they were able to coordinate together and that's what we aspire to do here at the ramen movement is connect business owners and help each other grow together as we move along in this business world so with that being said we're all positive we're all fired up we are ready to go today's show Managing expectations and setting goals. And this can go a long way. We can all carry things about, you know, how we do it personally, how we do it professionally, but a lot of things tie in together. But what we're going to talk about today is managing your expectations and then setting realistic goals. I think that has to be clarified as far as we can all set a goal as, you know, as short as I am, I'm a slam dunk in basketball, but let's be realistic about it. It's not going to happen. I mean, let's just say that and make it clear. So, with that being said, let's jump right in it. So, let's talk to um, either one of you. Open questions. Somebody jump in and let's just talk about some of the things that factor into managing your expectations as a business owner. I think one of the biggest things that you have to do as far as managing your expectations and you know, something that we were talking about off air, you have to be realistic about it. Um, a lot of people feel like they have a product that's so good that they can just put it out there and it's going to just fly off the roof. It's like you open up a restaurant sometimes. You have people that open it up and they get a little buzz that first week or so, but then it dies down as the time goes along. So it's one of those things where... You have to understand the ebb and flows of business as far as you're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs, but how you deal with them is going to be very important to the success that you have in the future because you can't just get down because you have that one bad review. That's one person out of a whole plethora of people 
who've had your product or who's invested in your business and had that experience. All you really can do is just say, hey, look, this is the feedback we got. Take it and let's see how we can use it to help us in the, in the future. So, okay. Okay, David. Well, something, give us something from a truly independent business owner. I think that's the aspect that you bring that you don't have a typical nine to five. And something you use as far as managing expectations before you try to set realistic goals. Certainly, certainly. Um, a lot of it comes down to creating a plan. I mean, you think about it, anybody who's going into business, they are always encouraged to start a business plan. Be able to go into the bank or whomever you're going to borrow money from and be able to identify who your target market is, what's your, going to be a price point, what are you selling, what is it that you're going to, who's your competition, Things that are going to, that you've really gone in and done the research and mm -hmm. understood the value of what your business is going to bring to the marketplace. How do you separate yourself? How do you make yourself different? Being able to really think through this process, it's great to have a great idea. Like CT said, you have a great idea, but what does that great idea mean? You know, can mm -hmm. you have that great idea and still do it at a price point that's economical right. for the people who you plan to advertise to? You know, though, I feel like that was a challenge that I didn't really fully understand when I came into the business. And I, I won't say I skipped the business plan, but because I bootstrapped, I didn't necessarily have to go to a bank and ask for money. So in the respect of being able to set up some structures and ideas and plans, I had a good idea in my mind mm -hmm. about what I expected to happen. Mm -hmm. But that was not the reality because I really could have gone back and done a lot more research about my target market, about their income, about their investment strategies. I based a lot of my information based on my previous market and the way that I expected the audience or the clientele to move. Mm -hmm. So it definitely became one of those trial by fire situations where you go through it and you recognize that, hey... Nothing's wrong with having a good idea, but think about it, plan it, understand it, pray about it, and then be able to go into it implementing it, knowing both sides of the coin. Excellent, yeah. And that, that's something I learned on the fly. Um, being in network marketing, and I, and I know a lot of business owners can become disillusioned mm -hmm. or set unrealistic goals. Mm -hmm. I heard the fiery speech. I heard all it takes is this, that, and the other. <laughs> and within this amount of time, you should be doing this. Not always true. And that's mm -hmm. where we have to be realistic. And we've learned, I think everyone can learn, you know, be realistic and be true to yourself as well. If you have a nine to five, understand that your business is part time until it overtakes your income. I think that's a lesson that I have learned as far as I can't go to every seminar. Mm -hmm. I can try this. I can do that. I can move on to other things. I can try to develop myself as much as I can. Uh, since I finished school, I've been able to get back into more business development things, and it's truly going to have an impact on my business. But you still have to have the understanding that you don't plant a seed and go out and get fruit the next day. Right. I think that's kind of the being realistic part of about it. And I think we want to encourage everybody to be realistic in your goals. You know, if you do have that great idea, understand that it may take some time you may get negative feedback. Will one no stop you from carrying out your vision and your dream and your goal? You know, are you that fired up about it that you won't let anything stop you? Mm -hmm. And what we want to do from here is, you know, encourage people as far as 
goal setting. So when I set goals, you know, they have the the acronym about setting your goals smartly mm-hmm. and, you know, not overstretching yourself. But, you know, what I've seen people do, you know, in talking and coaching and mentoring and getting mentored, I've had mentors tell me that's too easy. You need to set a goal that it's going to take some effort to get to. Sure. And I think that will continue to fuel your fire. So how do you all feel about that, about where you set your goals and should it be a stretch versus a strain versus impossible? How do you, Where do you gauge that as far as what would it take to complete a goal? Well, I think that your goal definitely needs to be unique. And in order for it to be unique and be something that is truly set apart, it is going to require you to have a stretch. You're going to be able to stretch minds, ideas, you know, unless you are going to be coming into like Dollar Tree comes in behind a Walmart and say, hey, we can sell everything that you sell or a fraction of it for a dollar. Then you're bringing something that's very unique to the table and mm-hmm. it's going to be able to pull a market. But if you're looking at, you know, starting your own um what your own health line and and trying to create that, then you're going to have to do something better than Zija, you know? Mm -hmm. And those are the things that people, when I even came back in and said, well, I want to do financial planning, I had to challenge people to say, your your financial plan or your retirement plan through your job isn't enough. And and it's not. and, And, but people still have to be able to understand what is the value that you're bringing to the table. What makes your business so unique? What is your message that makes me say, no, you're right. My 401k through my job is, you know, not nearly as awesome or sophisticated. Mm -hmm. And over the years, over time, because I do this full time and I'm in this and I've had those conversations, then it's really to the degree of, because I came from an environment where it was like, no, you do your 401k. And there's a rationale behind that, but it wasn't for the benefit of the client. Mm -hmm. That's why we always start with your why. Right. Why did you want to get into business? Well, of course, my why is because I wanted to help people who look like me understand financial planning from the standpoint of what was actually in the best interest of them. Okay. But a lot of the marketing and a lot of the information that we are fed, that we're almost brainwashed with, is not necessarily in our best Mm -hmm. interest. So I had to combat that. And I was almost like a small, still voice. That was out there explaining to people why these strategies are different or those strategies don't apply to you. Mm-hmm. It really set a, a situation where I had to be so unique and so different and really step outside of the box in order to get people to hear what I had to say and be able to follow along with me so we could move in the right direction. So it, it really goes back to your message does need to be unique, especially if you're trying to help, encourage and teach other people. Because they don't know what they don't know. Right. And they'll never know if they continue, if nobody goes out there and shares the information with them. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So when, in examining your message, I mean, is it fair to say, you know, realistically, who am I, you know, to, that, that people are going to believe me, you know, to figure out what you need to do mm-hmm. to set yourself apart? I think, I mean, everything as you said is true as far as setting yourself apart. But the biggest thing I feel also as far as this goes with setting yourself apart is there has to be a certain level of confidence. Absolutely. Because if you don't have that confidence, who, how are you going to get someone to believe in you or a product that you're trying to sell? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. It's just one of those things where you have to just really think about, you know, 
what are your strengths play off of those strengths to get to your goals mm -hmm. and to work hard and if you feel like that you need help somewhere then you have to be strong enough and confident enough to say I don't have this let me ask this person Definitely. who knows this Definitely. that way they can help me build it to where I get the confidence enough to say now let's go with it but what if I don't get the credit but it doesn't you, matter. It does. It, you shouldn't be worried about. And it. you have to have that mindset as a yeah. business owner. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can't. That's, be that's all I was alluding to. No, I yeah. agree. You can't be worried about that. You have to. You have to have a certain amount of confidence mixed with humility in order to really make something happen. Because if you get too confident, let's say you you have a business, you know the ins and outs, you did all your research, but there's one part that you just you, you you skim over it because you feel it's not important. Well, that one part could be significant in the success of your business. And if you're skipping over it, it could be your downfall. That's true. But because you weren't humble enough to say, hey, I need to figure this out. Mm -hmm. And I need to go talk to someone to teach me this. And you just let it go. You're going to suffer behind it. So you have to be willing to say, look. I'm confident here. I need this help here. Let that person help you and then move on and reach that goal. And it doesn't matter if you're not seen as the person who did it. Guess what? You should be wanting to give that person props because they help you move and reach your goal. Right. Right. So. And the beautiful thing about this is we've talked about it before. Our mentors and our you know spiritual guides and leaders who come before us, they've already made these mistakes. And if you will humble yourself to go before them and just ask mm -hmm. and talk to them about it, then they can say, oh, yeah, I remember when I did that. I mean, and I even do that with my own agents where, you know, they want to they want to come down and they want to be real technical because they just passed the test right they, and they know everything and they're, they're so smart yeah yeah exactly. yeah and, and and they just passed the test and they're so smart and they want to flex their knowledge clients don't care right they don't care they want to know how it's going to benefit them mm -hmm. what is it going to do that's going to make their lives better and if you can be able to explain that to the client you've got you a client if not all you did was just right. talk to hear your own voice. And it's more important to establish the relationship, if Absolutely. I may say so. Absolutely. Right? That, that's one thing I'm learning more and more in businesses is like, hey, it's it's great that we're, you know, trying to do this business thing. Mm -hmm. But when it's just cold and crass, mm -hmm. how much money do you want to spend? Mm -hmm. What's your budget? You know, you haven't, you know, told me how it's going to be benefit me, like you said. Right. If it's not mutually right. beneficial, it's not going to happen. And I think that's the part of goal setting. And some of the goal setting is let me brush up and be better at my customer service. Sure. Mm -hmm. Because the following through, one thing I'm learning in the health and wellness industry is some of the clients are older. Mm -hmm. And they're very averse to computers. Sure. And so you have to make that physical phone call. Absolutely. Talk them through everything mm -hmm. and reassure them, even if it means instead of emailing a link to a product profile, mm -hmm. putting it in the physical mail and sending it to them so yeah. they have it in their hand to take to their doctor. Right. You know, and those, these are things I'm learning is, you know, if I want to reach whatever target market, I'm going to have to adjust to their needs. Mm -hmm. There you go. And I was about to say that, that well, you're making a key relationship. Point right there. You have to learn how to adjust on the fly to reach your goals. Right. right. If you're not adjusting with the wave that's going on, you can 
get lost in it, as the young kids say. Don't get lost in the wave, mm -hmm. you know, because it can happen. You know, you see things occurring. You see the markets going in a certain direction. But if you're being stubborn about it and you're not trying to change with it, right. you're going to get left behind. And then what does that mean for your business? Right. That means you're just out. Right. And nobody, I mean, when you are a business owner, it's on you. Mm -hmm. if, if you don't want to go to work, guess what? You don't have to. That's right. If you don't want to serve your customers, guess what? You don't have to. But don't point the finger at anybody else mm -hmm. when your business is no longer viable or... In my case, with network marketing, when someone in the same city is doing the same business as you and they're thriving, right? May not be the products. It may be you. May not be the customer service, yep. and that's where you start with. Okay, this begins and ends with me. I'm not passing the buck. Right. right. This belongs to me. Yep. I'm going to accept it. That ownership, absolutely. Right. And that, and to setting goals. So, to that end, I wanted to talk a little bit about what do you all feel like as I know personally, I have short, mid, and long-term goals. Mm -hmm. What kind of time span do you all put on those as far as in your business and in your careers and how you're progressing? How do you measure that? 1, 5, 10? Yeah. Uh, no, honestly, I haven't. This is one step that I have to work on myself as far as okay. getting goals uh, are setting goals or timetables for goals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe, though, it is very important that you do have those time frames and those savings because it pushes you right, to do the things that you need to do. And I also believe with the time frames, it lets you know that it takes steps right. to get to where you want to. Because some people... Just like you're saying, as far as with the insurance, they pass their test already. Woo! Jump into it. Well, jump into it, the deep end, but then you got to understand, you can't just jump in. Right. You get to it. You have to go step by step, and there's progress. And as a business owner, there should be steps that you go through for your progression. Sure. That eventually you'll get to that year goal or that five-year goal and then that 10-year goal. And, but you should have those in place. And I don't think it's... When I'll ask for feedback from each of you, I don't think it's totally. So mine are, you know, six months to two years. Okay. Three to five. Uh-huh. And then six to ten. Yeah. It's not, you know, hard, but it should be within that time frame. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I still have it on my, right beside my vision board, on my wall. And I'm crossing things out. Got to cross school off the other day. Good job. And got, got, got some debts. I'm about to get paid off. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are things... These are real things that you folks need to get down on paper and get it in front of you where you see it every day. Okay, man. Mine personally is right above my dresser. I see it right when I'm getting dressed, and it, it's something that I can't get away from, and it inspires you to go further. Mm -hmm. You know, as you knock those things out, you realize you are accomplishing things. You yeah. may not make things happen tomorrow, but any amount of progress is progress. Absolutely. I mean, two steps versus ten is a difference of eight, but it's still... A two. step in the direction. Yeah. Absolutely. And we can't get down on each other. And that's why we have to have the small range goals. You know, mm. if I'm going to Miami, mm -hmm. I hope I get to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Because you gotta if, get to Atlanta if I get to St. Louis, I'm going the wrong direction. I've, I've, I've done something wrong. Right. <laughs> right. Right. There must be a change and something must take place. So, you know, encourage everybody not only be realistic, but set the short term goals. In, in the interim to get you, you know, there's nothing wrong with celebrating small achievements. Right. And no achievement as a business owner should be small. Right. When you land that first client, 
when you learn that land that big client, it should be just the same amount of celebration. I think we should all appreciate that as business owners because you mm -hmm. are taking a step out. You are challenging that comfort zone. You know, we can all go get a nine to five and sit back and if you stay there long enough, you'll make a decent wage. Sure. You'll have a somewhat, you know, good life. You won't have to be as conservative as, you know, the next person. Mm -hmm. But the opportunities are absolutely limitless when you're a business owner. Because you may meet someone that can push you further than you ever thought just by a handshake, just by a greeting. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's why we do things like raise the bar. Like the Bold and the Beautiful Brunch Club. That's an excellent thing that you guys do because there are so many business owners and it's a shame that we don't all know what everybody's doing. So with that being said, I'm asking everybody who's watching, thank y'all for tuning in. Please like, share, comment. If you're a business owner, please share a link to your business in the comments. We'd like to promote everybody. Absolutely. We're not leaving anybody out. We want to help everybody succeed. And if you have any comments, we'll interact with you. Uh, we're all going forward and we want to reach the same goal. We're locking arms and working together. Um, so let's talk about not meeting an expected goal. How do you manage, I guess, I won't say the fallout, but the natural human reaction to not meeting the goal. How do you recover or how do you bounce back or how do you alter your plan from that standpoint? You got to first study what happened that made you not reach the goal. You know, go back and look at it and say, what could we have done better or what could I have done to get to the point to where I, I am at that goal. And if you don't meet it that just at that time, it doesn't mean that you can't reach it in the future. So keep the goal there, but figure out how to do it better to get to that goal. I mean, it's something where you can't have hang your head because that one time it didn't work. There's a reason why. Figure it out and move on with it. Is it dismissive to say... Sometimes things just happen, or is it always something? Hey, that is. What do they say? You want the, you want to make God laugh? Tell me your plans. Okay. Okay. Because I mean, our plans do not always go the way we intend. But mm -hmm. the reality of it is, we still move forward towards a path. I mean, a lot of people say, "I want to graduate from college in four years, maybe do it in five. You know, I mm -hmm. want to be able to buy a house by forty, buy it at forty-two. It doesn't matter. You just have to stay focused. And, of course, you know, a lot of times you'll have almost a, a sign or this is when it feels like the enemy is attacking you and the world is coming against you and you go through so many trials and tribulations in your life is when you're getting so close to being able to reach that goal. Mm -hmm. So it's really one of those things that really makes you feel like, how persistent are you? Mm -hmm. Are you going to stay focused or are you going to get distracted? How badly... Do you really want what you want? Right. And if you stay focused and keep your eye on the prize, you'll eventually have mm -hmm. any and everything that you want. I mean, whether it's off by a day, a week, a month, or a year, you are still saying that this is something that I want and mm -hmm. it's a priority. Nothing else matters. Okay. And that makes things a lot more personal. You, you've had more value in them because you worked hard for them. You created something and then you've seen it through to the end and then you'll protect it. It's like, think about it as a, a mother having a child. For nine months, she's watching this baby grow mm -hmm. inside of her and of course towards the end, she gets anxious. When is this baby going to come out? And mind you, maybe a few days early, but imagine if the baby is a few days late. Mm -hmm. You know. 
Those are the things, you know, you are giving birth to something that is so beautiful, so magical, so create, so, just so perfect that it just takes enough time to be able to create mm. that. And we don't know right. what that time is going to be, if it's going to be too soon or too early, but we definitely have to keep focus and keep our energy in the right place. And I mean, even from a, a fatherhood standpoint, you know, you can say when they hand you that child, it's like, oh my gosh, I have to turn this into a responsible in the human next being. eighteen years. And and though, but that's how you should treat your business. I mean, is that fair to say? It's like, hey, you know, that's the seriousness mm-hmm. of if you say I'm going to be a business owner, mm-hmm. it's like bringing a child into yeah. the into the business world mm-hmm. and on the line of talking about bouncing back from uh failed goal uh latasha says ask others for feedback especially customers okay when it comes to a goal that and that's very good thank you for the uh comment latasha we appreciate it thank you for the mugs too i got mine that's mine i don't know where theirs is um, he gonna get hit in the head with this mug. That's what's gonna happen. He ain't gonna leave about a forty-six twin without it. Uh. But you're absolutely right. Don't be afraid to ask. If you get a no from a customer, ask. Is there was there something else I could have done better? And I know Davette can speak to this more in her industry. Um, I know in my industry we follow up and mm-hmm. to say was there anything that I fell short on or do you have any other questions for me? But. I mean, I guess directly, yours is more direct. Yes. And when someone gives you a no, you can allude to, was there anything I failed to do? Sure. I mean, do you use that, like, as far as meeting your goals or, you know, getting feedback to get better? No. No? No. Okay. <laughs> so is there a certain other? Um, and, 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 and that is one of those dynamics of a lot of time because of the nature of my business, mm-hmm. then there's typically a place where I have offended that client, whether it be with the budget, with the structure, with the... So there's there's a there's a sense of knowing. There's, okay. a, there's a sense of knowing. Um, and there's also the dynamic of your clients have to be willing to communicate with you. Okay. So if you call someone and they don't answer, you got your answer. Okay, so I mean, is it is it so? Is it fair to say you kind of approach that with the on to the next mentality? Absolutely. Now, mind you, in our industry, in my industry in particular, we get excited. You, we get nine no's for every one. Mm-hmm. So you tell me no. You tell me no. You tell me no. Everybody keeps telling me no. I'm gonna put my energy and my focus on the person who told me yes. Okay. Because I only have so many hours in the day. I don't have so much energy. I only have. I can be able to put that and set them up and get them in the place where they need to be. And then I can go back through that process of the no's and no's and no's and no's mm-hmm. because I'm either perfecting my message, I'm saying, you know, I'm understanding the body language, I'm creating better relationships, mm-hmm. but it does take me into a place where at a certain point, I'm going to run against my right clientele. Now, this is the other thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't a good fit. Okay. And I know a lot of times we as business owners and salespeople in particular, well, we just start, you know, throwing our message down everybody's throat. It's it's not for them. Right. right. So we can't take that personal. And also we don't want to, in my my industry, and I guess the way that I'm personally built, 
I don't want to focus on what the negatives were. Right. Because it just may be bad timing. It may you know, they may not have the money right now. They may be going through some other things that they really don't want to share, and I don't want to push that client. Okay. So I can accept I can accept and respect mm -hmm. that That's a no means no for now. May come back and change their mind with that a little bit later, but I keep pushing on. Okay. I, I absolutely keep pushing on. As far as going back to my clients and asking, you know, what could I have done better? A lot of times I'll do that with the clients who, well, excuse me, I will do that with clients, not prospects. Gotcha. That, and, that, and that makes sense because, you know, a lot of times in sales, especially a part of a, a product, which you have products and service that you offer, so it is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But with the product aspect, it's a no means not right now. And sometimes you say that, but, you know, I get you have to, to drive forward, which is also encouraging that you have to, okay, that person said no, and acknowledging mm -hmm. sometimes it's not a good fit. Mm -hmm. You go back to your teeny bopper years of me and so-and-so go together, and let's just be honest. I don't want to sit there and breathe on the phone with you for 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. this, this ain't working, you know, and so you learn those things, and sometimes the little lessons from childhood, you can apply to your, your business knowledge that I appreciate that as far as Sometimes it's not just a good fit. It's right. just right. the timing, mm -hmm. the what we're offering each other, the value. But remember, both. business is a numbers game. Mm -hmm. It is a numbers game. I mean, how many people are you getting in front of? How many people are you reaching? How solid is your message? Being How consistent are you with your message? That goes all into it. And I think sometimes we as people... We take an emotional aspect and we want to put that into our business, but business is numbers. Numbers don't have feelings. Right, right. And that, that's a bad part of starting with your warm market. Mm -hmm. Because who's that? Your, your family, family, your friends. friends. Mm -hmm. Oh, they, they got to support me. Right. I'm, I'm doing that's the thing. That's what you have. Mm -hmm. Please support me. Now you feel almost feel like you're begging. Now you done got mad, like I said. Now, right. now just the emotion took over. Not... You know, you presented it horribly. Exactly. Not you thought you had to sell and or mm -hmm. you thought they were automatically going to do it because they were related to you. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to the power of your message. Mm -hmm. Sure. What, you know, who am I? Who am I that people would believe that this is so great that they're going to want it? You could have the cure to cancer. Right. But if you don't have the right message... Mm -hmm. People gonna look at you. Would you please stop talking? Could you get out of my face? I'm mm -hmm. done. Sure. I mean, and we have to be careful as business owners too, because with the information age, attention spans short so have gotten limited. so much shorter. Mm -hmm. You know, and we have to make our messages so powerful and have such impact that they just write one thing down that grabs them. Right. You know, I <clears throat> I gleaned something from the last podcast where you said. If a policy goes bad, mm -hmm. that comes back out of your pocket. Right. And I mean, that just shows me, like, how courageous you are to be in this industry. Like, how, you know, to take that chance yeah. of this person may default on me. Right. And I'm anything. liable for it. Sure. But I'm still going to have to say hello. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to have to. And that's the thing, like, I saw an interesting post, and it was great. I read things. I scroll social media from time to time. But somebody said, you know, just because we fall out doesn't mean I don't want you to eat. You just can't sit at my table. 
Mm. Right, I, I remember mm. seeing something like that. You can you can eat over there, but you you did this, and I I think like people are so caught up in your reaction, they don't understand the impact of their actions. Right. You know, and that's where you have to be mindful as a business owner of the long term impacts of changing horses midstream. Mm -hmm. Going back oh, on yes. your word. You know, there are certain things with relations to setting goals. There are certain modicums of respect that we won't cross as business owners. If you're dishonest. Sure. If you make, again, back to dishonesty, but claims that are false. Right. If you are always trashing somebody else's stuff. Build, oh, no. build your stuff up. Right, right, right. right. Sell me on you. Mm -hmm. I don't care about anybody else. You know, those are two things that people in business just absolutely just won't deal with. And I think those should go into your goal setting as far as what are just like some baselines that I will not cross. You're non-negotiables. Absolutely. Right. And, and and we all need to have that. You know, you definitely don't want to start misrepresenting yourself or your product or trying to just get over on somebody. I take that back. A lot of business owners do it every day, all day long. <laughs> Let's keep it 110%. Yeah, in this room. A lot of business owners do that all day long. And they make their money. Mm -hmm. But the reality of it is they're hurting clients and they don't care and they don't have the same value for their clients because they do just look at it as, you know, I can get it with you and the other. And we see mm -hmm. businesses who end up getting sued. We see businesses that who are here one week and they're talking, 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 talking and got all the commercials and all of a sudden, boom, they just disappeared three, five, you know, months later. It was like, what happened to them? Where did right. they go? There's, there's no consistency in it. I mean, and you can't say who's right, who's wrong, but in the respect of you have to choose what path you're going to personally take for your business. Right. And if we're all talking in terms of building legacy, mm -hmm. something to outlive your lifetime. Right. Do you want dishonesty associated no. with that? I mean, could you imagine your whole legacy being tarnished by one transaction? Yeah. How many examples do we have in front of us where it's happened? Mm -hmm. You know, in this life, a guy goes out, star athlete, makes a bad decision, ruin it. You For versus life, yeah, and that's where we have to make better decisions. It affects his kids, and yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and I like what you said, like non-negotiable. So real quick, let's go into that. So CT, what are some of your in dealing with business, making relationships, doing whatever? What are some of your non-negotiables, things you won't bend on? I mean, it's one of those things where I haven't had to deal with that as much, as far as on the business side of. It. But I believe it's one of those things where, like you said, honesty is going to be, if you can't do something, just say you can't do it. If we're in the way, that's, 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 that's what you need. Uh, you need people to be clear with what they have as far as what they want to do with you. As far as, this is what I need from you. Can you do it? I can do that. This is where we, we set that. Don't, you don't want someone that is going back and forth and playing that game, going back and At first, they're all in. Yeah, I can do this. Yeah, boom, boom. And then, boom. Nah, I don't think I can do that, man. That seems a little high. You weren't saying that about 30 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. But now, you're doing that. And you have, if you want people to be honest with you, you have to be ready to take that honesty. Okay. Some people, they get very defensive or... They get thrown back because you're actually 
presenting them with something as far as your value of how you see yourself. Because I've ran into it myself where a person asked me to write up something for them, asking them, oh, do you want it, this, that, and the other. And I gave the opportunity to say, you tell me how much is it worth to you. No, no, no. You tell me. I want you to tell me what, you know, because it's worth your value. I don't want to cut you off on your value, okay? Looked up the pricing for the writing. It uh, was so much for the words, and then it had a price for the time. So it came up to about $100 or so. Said, here we go. Oh, man, I'm not going to be able to afford that. Then why did you ask me? Mm -hmm. if, I give you the, if I give you the platform and I say, hey, you tell me what you feel it's worth. Or you tell me what you can do, then we're good there. But no, you, you're backpedaling and stuff. And that just, is, just didn't sit well. And it's one of those things where you don't want to fool with people like that anymore. Right. Don't tell me to give what my value is and what I feel my skill is worth if you're not really wanting to hear it. So back to your adjustment on the fly, do you going forward, do you give the rate or do you continue the same? Oh, going Tell me forward, what you yeah. It's worth? The going forward, the only people that I'm I feel the desire that is somebody I'm like real close with. I'm like, tell me how much you can pay. You got it. But if it's someone that I just met or someone who's heard about my skills and they were then we're going off of that format. So you have a set price list? Yo, I've got I forget where I got it from, but it's a rate. It says for writers right now, uh per like for the time frame, it's like fifteen dollars for thirty minutes and stuff like that nature. And then you're if you're going to be paying like eighty five cents a word. Something of that nature. And so what kind of writing do you do? Whatever you need. And what's your email address? My email address is cbtaylor22 at gmail.com. Okay, I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> uh, if you need some writing, here we have a writer here. He's he's on the creative side of our group. We appreciate everything he does for us. He does the taglines. And uh, we just wanted to shout him out. He's, he's a special guy. He's got like million dollar ideas. We just need to get him out there. So use this guy. Uh, put him put him to work. He needs to work. Absolutely. But yeah, so that that's a great story. So always talking about moving forward, and I think that part of um, managing your expectations is being realistic about what has happened has already happened. Sure. So you have to, like you said, adjust yeah. on the fly. Mm -hmm. What am I doing going forward? And sometimes it's going all the way back to square one, going all the way back to step one, finding more tools, finding, you know, there's zero excuse in the information age to not Absolutely. find anything that works for you. Mm -hmm. And whatever helps makes you be more successful, invest in yourself. Definitely. Take the time to do those things that help you with goal setting. If you're not a concrete person that has to write everything down, you have some some tools and information about digital things, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, as we get more progressive, and like you said, this is the information age, everybody's familiar with a vision board. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to help people to understand the value of creating a digital vision board. Being able to just really, you can go to my website, IamWealthyNow.com, and there is a link on there for the visual um, the, for the digital vision board, it's a whole page and it shows you how to be able to set up 
your digital vision boards. But these are vision boards that are, they actually work. They'll be able to help people to understand what it is to set your goals, how it is to set your due dates, how much it costs to be able to accomplish those goals, what those time frames are, mm -hmm. and be able to put them in perspective. And then as you achieve one of them, then you can very easily swap them out, but also making sure that you keep it in front of you with the level of frequency and, of course, keeping that energy and that, that intention directed at what you're trying to accomplish. I believe that's definitely going to help people to understand how to reach their goals so much better than going around and sitting with a piece of paper and cutting out and all of that. And that's so 1998. Well, I mean, here we are, we're 2019 right now. We have to be able to use the tools and technology that's in front of us and take it to a different level. Help people to accomplish their goals in a more efficient as well as successful manner. Mm -hmm. So again, you can go to the website, IamWealthyNow.com, and you can read my, my page about the vision boards and be able to create your own digital vision board that you can use and you can look at two, 300 times a day, depending on how often you actually, you know, are able to go pull your vision board out. And believe me, the way that I have it set up, you'll be able to see it so often that you will quit getting distracted and focused on everything else in the world. And I think that's one of the big things about business owners. You can't be distracted. Right. And I think we as regular people, we're, you know, we watch TV, we have mm -hmm. social media. You know, we even talked about it at church where... Mm -hmm. The pastor was, um, the associate pastor was talking about, well, you know, I jump on Facebook and I'm trying to respond to your message, but I see your message and your message and your message and more. And now I've gone down this rabbit hole and I've gotten off the task. All I was supposed to be doing was looking at one message. So we have to be cognizant of the things that's going to keep us focused on our goals so we can accomplish that. I, I see it too often with regular people. Brantley asked earlier, he was like, hey, does everybody want to go to Applebee's to mm -hmm. eat? No. It wasn't right. in my goal. Right. I mean, if I've had people here. I had clients that came through and things mm -hmm. of that nature, but it wasn't in my goal. But mind you, as much as I love my perfect margarita and my dry wings with my blue cheese and Tabasco salt, I $10. love me some yeah. Applebee's plus 25, but yeah. I tip well. Yeah. But <laughs> knowing that, and that's, again, one of my favorite places, my favorite meals, I knew that that was going to distract me from being able to finish what I needed to do on my website or mm -hmm. working on the book or, you know, being able to meet with clients. I have to stay focused. You just can't go with everything and every whim mm -hmm. that you have. If you've got a plan, if you've got a vision and your vision is like crystal clear and you know exactly what you want, then you have to be able to go after that and put the blinders on just like yeah. they do with horses and like... Can't do that. Sorry, can't do that. I'm broke, baby. Priorities got my money. And be able to say that confidently. It's not as though, I mean, I don't know where your feelings were hurt. Were your feelings really hurt? No, I did not take it personal. <laughs> as you stated earlier, we don't take things personal. These you are don't. things we are learning as business owners. And I commend her for that. Go check it out because I'm going to check it out. Because she said you can even set your vision board as a wallpaper on your phone. Mm -hmm. That's just something, you know, new and improved. So you always have it with you. Who doesn't have their phone on? How many times Who? you look at your phone? Like, what, right. 100, 200 times a day? Right. So, Even if you're looking at your time. So to have your vision board there. And, and how many times have you pulled it out to look at your time and get to scrolling and forget to even look at the time? Mm -hmm. Like, 
My dumb behind didn't even look at the time. And just that it's your subconscious, it still sees yeah. the picture. It still sees yeah. the you, message. You have to mm-hmm. feed it's that. focusing on that. So, you know, those are really cool things about, you know, helping people to figure out what their goals are. Right. And then create a time frame, like you mentioned before. Being able to put a budget around it and be able to stay focused and not get distracted on every little thing. If I give you $25 to go to Applebee's, that's $25 I can't give to my um, editor to finish the book. Right. So, you know, those are things that we have to take in consideration. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're making a, a trade-off or mm-hmm. we talk about it. It's called opportunity cost. If I spend money here, I can't, I can't spend that same money there. You can only spend the same dollar twice. Right. So, same thing is with our time. If I spend time here, I can't spend that same amount of time until they learn how to call me. I can't be in two places at once. Right. So, <clears throat> you know, it's definitely... One of those things where uh, with the digital vision board, I think it's going to be a very good, impactful tool to help people to stay on goal, mm-hmm. stay, keep their financial plans in the right direction, as well as be able to have the life that they desire. I mean, that's great. What they want. Yeah. Not what you want for me. No, what I, mean, I want for me. What you want for you because you subscribe to that. You have to live that life that mm-hmm. you want. Or choose for yourself, depending on how you make that out for yourself. And we have to understand that time is the commodity here. Money's important, but time is a greater commodity, how you're spending your time. That being said, uh, we got a little life happening here. we got to thank our special guest. My nephew is in the building, Mr. Caden Taylor. He, he joined us for the podcast. He's off camera. He's our video game expert. He's been holding it down. we got to get him back where he needs to be, so... With that being said, I want to go around and let everybody give a positive shout for the week. want everybody to be encouraged. Thank you for tuning in. But we're going to turn it over to Davette right now and let her give her shouts. Um, I, first of all, I want to give a shout out to our missing team members. Of course, we've got um, Marcus was taking care of some family business. And we definitely want to extend our condolences to Mr. Tim Allen and his family as they deal with this time of bereavement. So. Mm. We are thinking about you. We're praying for yes, you yes. and your safe travels. And mm-hmm. we definitely look forward to seeing you back here at the table next week. So, gentlemen, we appreciate you. We miss you. And we definitely um, are sending good energy your way. Yes. Um, as, final, as far as my final thoughts, you know, I really want people to stay focused on the goal. Your energy flows to where your mind goes. Stay focused on what it is that you want for yourself, not what somebody else wants for you. Have an idea of who you are, what your purpose is. Everybody has a purpose. I don't care how big or how small it is. Walk within your purpose and you'll actually feel a sense of um, fulfillment in your life. And I want that for each and every one of us, no matter how anybody else feels about you. You have to feel good about what you're doing. They say the the um, two greatest times of your life is the day that you're born and the day that you found out when Mm -hmm. I I encourage everybody to find out when mine is to definitely help people to understand their financial planning it is one of those things where I know I know that I know that I know that the Lord put me in the right place to be able to help people to understand this whether it be my personal family my Mm -hmm. job all of these factors I know that I know. Even from the fact that my daughter is setting up her own. I mean, it's it all comes together. Yeah. It just makes itself so mm-hmm. plain. But um, I, I pray that for everybody, that they find that what it is. And I hope it's not in my business because I don't want the competition. But, 
True to life. True unless, to life. Unless you, unless you want to be my staff. I mean, you know what I'm saying. But, of course, I'm just making jokes and having a good time. But I do appreciate so many wonderful people, so many wonderful clients who have supported. And not, no, they didn't support me. They started their own financial plans and they allowed me to be part of the process. Thank you for that. I thank you and I'm so grateful to work with you and walk with you on this journey. So that is my final thought for the day, gentlemen. I'm ready to go home. CT, what's happening? <laughs> uh, my thought for the day, man, is it's a new week. Um, you probably had some bad energy, had bad thoughts, uh, even if you're going to work. I know myself how it is. Sometimes it's hard to go with because you know it's going to be the same routine. My hope for you is first and foremost that you have a great week, but I want you to put out your own positive energy. Mm-hmm. You make it positive as far as how you want your week to go. Put a little more effort into trying to focus on making sure you're not sweating the small things. And that you're focusing on trying to make everything that you do a positive move for yourself. And that's all I got. And that's all you have to say about That's all I got. (laughs) That's what's up. Well, again, we thank everybody. Golly, we had a lot of comments. Latasha, our favorite teammate, viewer, ramen movement supporter. We appreciate you. Everybody else that liked, commented, shared. Uh, hopefully everybody goes back and watches this and gains some encouragement. Remember, we are on several different podcast uh, layouts. Uh, if you want that information, you can comment on the page. Hey, come to the page. Like it. Share it. We're trying to start a movement here in the local area of Knoxville, Tennessee, and the surrounding areas. We appreciate you tuning in. Let's get out there and set some goals. Let's be realistic, but let's achieve some goals. Let's set them where we got to stretch to get them. Uh, there's nothing separating you from your goals and stepping out of your comfort zone. That's what we hope we can encourage you and help you to do. Until the next time, everybody have a good night. We'll see you on the next one. See ya. I saw a way go.